Hi, I'm Mercedes. I'm an entrepreneur and director at Inc. And I'm Vera, a clinical psychologist and chief people officer at Abstracta. And this is The Everything Else, a podcast about soft skills for a meaningful life. Today's episode is sponsored by Inc. English Services. Check out their webpage at inc.com.uy. All right. Hello and welcome back to episode two, the bonus track, where we will be commenting on the work that you did throughout the week from the homework that we gave you and handing out some useful tips to help you achieve the goals that we set. I am Mercedes and I'm here with my co-host Vera. How are you, Vera? I'm fine. Very excited to be here. All right. Good. I'm glad you are. So before we start, what did we talk about since you're so psyched about starting. What did we talk about in our last episode? <laughs> so last episode, we spoke about multitasking and that sense of urgency that we feel constantly, that obligation of always having to be on and how it's affecting our ability to be fully present throughout the day. We spoke about multitasking and how it's not efficient and what it's doing to us. Screwing us over, basically. Yeah, and making us miserable, definitely. So we looked at focus and flow and why it's so important to incorporate more of that in our lives and at home and at work. Excellent. Right. It was a great episode, if yeah. I may say so. And remember, <laughs> guys, you know, it was it's like a prequel to this one. So if you haven't listened to it and you have a few minutes to spare, it's definitely worth it. Head back to episode two, the one about focus and being fully present and then come back here we will be waiting for you. Yeah. All right, so what was the homework? So homework was choose a project, that thing that's always in your backlog or a personal hobby that you never have time for. Choose something challenging that wasn't necessarily fun, hard enough and interesting enough. And dedicate 90 minutes during 90 days that, of course, haven't gone by. And work on focus bursts. Organize it and try that out. All right, excellent. And the second homework? Was having a mindful practice. Mm -hmm. Any mindful practice. A moment without your phones, mindfulness, or anything where you're focusing on doing what you're doing. All right, excellent. So I want to see how it went. And we have some comments. Mm -hmm. Vera, this is really exciting when you first start a podcast and you have a comment. All right, the first one said, I had a project. I had a plan to set the time to do it after listening to the podcast. But, in capital letters, I never got round to it so disappointed. <laughs> we feel you, buddy. We've all been there and we, we, we're still there. Don't go from black to white from one day to the other. Baby steps. Yeah, baby steps. And don't lose hope. Um, second one said, I made a decision to set some time for focused work. I started waking up at six and had 90 minutes of focus bursts. Kid free, got lots of work done. Well, congratulations. Um, this is this is what we want, right? Yep. Excellent. And the last one says, I I don't really know how to do a mindful practice. Neither do I. <laughs> All right, stay tuned because we're gonna help you out with that. All right, so let's go for the tips. All right, let's go for the tips. So to avoid multitasking in this multitasking We're opening rehab. a multitasking rehab. <laughs> All right. What do we have to do? So first thing, create a daily schedule with dedicated time for focused work and protect it. The second one, limit your email time and work in bursts as opposed to always on. 
make agreements with people. We'll yeah. talk a lot Essential. about agreements. All right, good. And consider that instant message that you are about to answer. Is it really necessary to answer it now? Can you say you'll be offline for a while? Is it urgent? Consider that I am in your your I am in your about to do and check out if it's if it can be an email. Excellent. Alternate between periods of bursts and on uh, shallow work. All right, excellent. And to work on our focus, we said the first big thing was to eliminate all inter external distractions. So for multitasking, we have a a, a, a rehab clinic. All right. And for focus, we need a gym because this is something <laughs> that we need to exercise every day. All right. Yes. So the first one, eliminating all external distractions. This needs lots of attitude from us, right? Trying to find settings that encourage flow and focus, not just saying it, but speaking to your colleagues, family, when you would like to have these moments, what you need from them to happen so that this actually happens for you. Yeah, I, I feel that we can't stress the importance of these agreements enough in order for, for these things to happen. A very, a very open communication with the people that surround you is important for yeah. this. For us, for example, at Inc., we, we, we fell into the stupid fad of open space office and we were really psyched about it. And then like no one was working and everyone was always interrupting everyone. And yeah, some people said, all right, when I put my headphones on, you can't talk to me. Agreement. You know, like, and so with what are the small, signals? Yeah, no. exactly. So that people can start respecting your flow time a little bit more. All right, good. All right. What else? So the other one is use tools like f for focus time or block websites during focused work. These are tools that you have on your phone and on your computer, but right. dedicate some time to change the settings on on them and eliminate notifications. All right. Have you have you tried this? Yeah, not right now. I, I have tried many of these. Right now I'm using Moment. Mm -hmm. um, besides the mechanisms that iPhones and Android phones already have, seeing the numbers of how many times you pick up your phone. Oh, have you done this? <laughs> I, I haven't. Um, well, I tried once and it didn't, it, it didn't really work. The app wasn't good. But I, I in, in this case, I, I know that for some people, it, this is actually like seeing a, the numbers. The tough conversations yeah, yeah. that we were talking about the other day. <laughs> so uh, to cultivate our digital well-being, there are many things that we need to do and many changes that we can make. Uh, we'll talk about it many other times, but trying out... This is very important. All right, excellent. So the second big, big tip that we have here is to work at your biological peak time, right? This is the time when you're at peak before your body is at peak performance. Yes. When do you work best? This is really personal. Some people are morning larks, others are, are night owls. There's lots of research on this. Yeah. But the point is, where do you feel? When do you feel fresher? All right. Good. What are you? Morning lark, definitely. I'm using it a lot, actually. Um, at first, it might be tough. You have to reorganize your schedule. And at, in winter, of course, it's harder. But we are so much more productive. So saving blocks of time at your peak biological time, it can even help you out to set those agreements because nobody's working at 6 a.m. Mm. <laughs> All right. So, for example, to work on this podcast, Mer. You work at night on this, right? And yeah. you did your research at night. And then I worked asynchronically first thing in the morning. And then the meetings were around midday. But, you know, what What I found interesting about this is that I don't really know that I'm a night owl. You know, I'm not. I, 
I think my peak biological time is more in the morning, but sometimes it's difficult to find that time. Like you have to do what you Flexibility can do. Flexibility yeah? above so, all, right? So, yeah. Um, I, above the the biological peak time is is when you, whenever you can do it you know yeah. done is better than perfect so yeah. good enough is still good that's my mantra all right good then we have schedule light work we talked about uh deep work and now we are going to work on focus more on light work So you have to schedule your light work when you know that your energy will be low, right? So, for example, after lunch. After lunch. Now, <laughs> we, we hit a, a, a controversial issue here. <laughs> so I'm going to start with naps. Don't underestimate naps. Have you ever tried power naps? I... I feel guilty about doing them, but I, I know that they're good. Okay, right? power naps. Again, this is like exercising. Setting the alarm for 10, 15 minutes, no more than that. And then putting your phone away. Don't touch it. It doesn't matter if you sleep. But mm. the, the point here is having some downtime. Having a short meditation, music you like, dozing off. Yeah, dozing off. If you can, be outdoors, receiving some sunlight, fresh air. Just breathing. Yeah. This is amazing. Chill time. Yes. And research has shown that these so-called power naps increase our productivity by 20%. I swear by them. Yeah? Yeah, sure. All right. I, uh, I'm off to take a nap, guys. I'll, <laughs> I'll see you guys I'm later. missing it today. What about meetings? You mentioned meetings. Is that light work? Yeah, meetings... Meetings have had uh, have been very attacked lately, but some meetings are great moments to listen to others, lear learn from them, think together, get creative. So for those, uh, for me, it's a great moment where you can have a coffee, treat yourself with something yummy. If you're working remotely, try out a setting where you can sit with your camera on, but away from the keyboard. And so you focus more on your teammates and what they have to say. You write down on a notebook ideas And this can even be done outdoors, right? Yeah. Leave moments when your mind is sharper to delve into that doc, presentation, or whatever project it is that you're doing. And leave the meetings for after midday. All right, good. All right, and last but not least, let, I feel like I need like a drum roll. The mindfulness, right? Um, it sounds easy enough, but, but what exactly is mindfulness? Well, we asked we asked you to have a mindful practice doing and focusing on one thing and just enjoying what it is that you're doing. It wasn't easy. That's what we got from comments. So <laughs> for, to talk about this mindful mindset, we have a guest, our very first guest. This is so exciting. Yeah. Her name is Luciana Sansone. She's a yoga teacher. She's a teacher like us. Yay. She's welcome then. She doesn't just focus on the physical aspect of yoga. She integrates the physical exercises with the concepts behind it. That's why she's a teacher, not a, an instructor. Yeah, yeah. She is a, also a personal development coach. So we asked her. What three tips she can give us on boosting our mindful living? Because we tried it and it wasn't that easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, Luciana, welcome. Uh, can you help us out? What, what is mindfulness? <laughs> Hello. Thank you, Vera and Mercedes, for having me. Before jumping into the tips, I would like to clarify what mindful living is. 
So when we talk about mindful activities, we tend to think only about meditation or breathing exercises. But in fact, in order to embrace a mindful living, we have to look at things differently. We need to bring a sense of awareness to our daily life. And for that, we need to practice. So what is practice? Well, our practice can be literally anything from painting to dancing to playing a game or reading a book. It is actually any activity that requires you to have an uninterrupted flow of thoughts. It doesn't mean not thinking about anything. It means thinking about one thing only. Basically, it means do what you're doing. So, however you decide to practice, when you're feeling that you're struggling to focus, try these three tips. Tip number one, stop fighting your mind. For this, try to classify the thoughts that pop up during your practice into three different categories. The first one would be those things that demand your attention urgently. If you have things pending, just do them or at least have a clear plan of action on how you're going to tackle them. Avoid rumination and don't leave things for later. The second category is creative ideas. We have to allow a time for our creative self to express freely. If we fail to do that, these ideas will show up when we're trying to calm our mind. The third one is random or unimportant ideas that come as a consequence of lack of focus. They don't require our attention and they don't bring us any value at this specific moment. So this is the group that we need to put effort into controlling. To avoid them, we have to go deeper into our tasks. Tip number two. In order to be here and now, we have to use our senses. They provide the only information we get about the present moment. And in order to be grounded, we need that information. If you are trying to meditate, try thinking of things you enjoy and then your focus will most likely stay there. Try picturing a smell or a taste you love, a texture in your skin. Visualize your children's laughter. See their eyes, their dimples. Think of all the different expressions they make. Add more and more details. This will be a comfortable place, so your mind will most likely stay there. Tip number three, and this is key, be consistent. If the task you're doing feels familiar, your mind won't fight it as much. Set a time and a place. Try to turn this activity into a habit. When you lack in motivation, discipline and habits will be essential. Finally, and I think this is the most important thing to remember, we always have to be kind to ourselves. Don't quit because you're not good at it. Allow yourself to fail. It will get better with time. It will get better with practice. Just like in any other activity you're starting, try looking for guidance. Not all of us find the same things useful, so find somebody who can help you find out what is the best way for you to approach these tasks. 
So that's all for today. Uh, thank you guys so much for participating in the comments, for listening, and for just being there. Um, we hope to see you in our next episode. Stay tuned. Bye. Bye. Are you following us on social media? Join our community. This is an ongoing conversation. We are the Everything Else Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast. Or wherever you get your podcast.